What's up, Papa here? Um, oh, big stretch for the little guy. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, how's it going? Don't answer that, I can't hear you. If only. Um, what's good, what's new? What's poppin' Poppy here? How y'all doing today? It's Papa. I'm sitting down. I'm talking at my phone. Uh, you're listening. In the background, we have Morning Raga by Ravi Shankar. Um, I absolutely love Carnatic music and uh, Hindustani classical. Uh, an update in my life is um, I've slowed down on screamo lessons and been teaching myself how to sing Hindustani classical. I absolutely love it and it makes me feel so good. Um, my focus of late has been um, on raising my vibration. And I didn't even realize how needed that devoted intention was. I thought I was good, but we can always we can always get better and I'm feeling better. Um, I've also discontinued drinking recreationally or like for any reason, there's no other reason really, but, um, I was going wild and, um, I just found that I was making strange, strange choices because of alcohol and went under the influence of alcohol and... Um, I had an experience recently that I actually don't remember and I find that really scary. I don't like that. So I think I'm going to um, completely readjust my relationship to alcohol, probably all substances. Uh, if you know me or if you've listened to past episodes, I'm pretty vocal about not really being a drug user at all, um, although psychedelics have definitely played a part in my healing journey, and marijuana is has its roles. <laughs> I have to I have to examine that relationship as well, and I keep. S- quitting smoking and then I'm like okay but I'm also like uh, I I have to be deliberate about which vices I hold on to and which I am allowed to fade away <laughs> but yeah I, I think I was kind of also drinking to facilitate my creative process as well where I found um I had made a subconscious relationship between like hanging out with myself in lockdown and like drinking whiskey and writing an incredible poem that would sell for a thousand dollars and like prove to my family that I'm okay as an artist and I would uh, associate the like courage of that endeavor as um, being facilitated by alcohol. I would just think like, okay, tonight's the night to make something, so I better do the steps that worked last time. And one of those was like, you know, do my little whiskey water, like like fireside meditation routine. Well, it turns out I can do that without the whiskey. And I 
just won't pass out a weird soggy mess and feels horrible the next day and I was just like chasing depression with depressives so yeah not for me right now I'll probably like celebrate New Year's I'd rather do acid kind of thing um, but yeah I'm, I'm focusing on growing I'm focusing on I guess detaching from my death complex um, detaching from a messiah complex because <laughs> when I wasn't when I wasn't drinking I was on mushrooms or um, doing both of those and just like staying up for three nights in a row and fasting for 96 hours and like you get you know amazing insights but also yeah a messiah complex a little bit and while at the same time I was being a recluse and drinking way too much so like yeah at least one of those strange things needs to go and, <laughs> and also I've, I'm 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 trying to learn better as in I'm I'm trying to not waste time in my learning journeys there's so much I want to learn and if anything my like recent decision to like stop letting myself be suicidal like my recent decision to not be suicidal my recent decision to stay alive no matter what as long as i have a choice and, and it's up to me then i'm gonna keep staying alive i decided that recently what does someone call that kind of pact with themselves anyways i say this with a smile and i'm proud of my progress anyways <laughs> anyways 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 do i sound canadian i'm sorry should we go home do i sound canadian um, someone at the grocery store thought I was Irish. I was like, that is just because I'm so fucking pale. I know it. Well, I'm in Vancouver, BC. There's snow on the ground and that snow is iced over. I haven't driven anywhere in days, so yeah, I haven't been practicing screamo. Um, I have not been recording music in the studio and, um, I stopped with opera lessons for the month of... December <laughs> um, and the intention creatively was to hunker down and write a zine, um, record a bunch of podcasts and song write so I had stuff to hit the studio with beginning of 2022 and yeah most of that is happening I am getting so deep into meditation like and like trippy meditations too and I'm really playing with well if you have listened to past episodes this is not new to you but like I just love hypnagogia hypnagog the hypnagogic hypnagogic the hypnagogic state I love playing with it I love prolonging it it is so liquid it is the state between um, conscious and asleep like awake and asleep where um, you may feel like your body falling kind of thing, um, but it's kind of half dream, half reality, and you're able to like um, astral project from that state, and you're able to, um, um, I guess, be immersed in alternate realities, basically. And through this, I've been exploring a reality transurfing, which I think I spoke about in the now deleted first season 
Um, I'm just super into reality transurfing. Look it up. Um, if you're listening to this now and you're familiar with reality transurfing, can I can you email me at the okay wait the email address is semicolon t o at gather g e t h e r dot baby so my email address and if you're listening to this podcast now and you're familiar with reality transurfing please email me and i would love to have you on another episode so the email is to at sign gather dot baby thank you so much ravi shankar has such a handsome side profile like yeah sexy motherfucker one of my lovers is an incredible banjo player. He's a famous banjo player. I love him so much. Sending him health and love and strength right now. Um, but his soul is very much in, in country western music and I love it. I love country music and I love the way he plays his banjo. I feel slightly more attached to whatever the fuck instrument we're listening to right now. I don't know how to Google what instrument this is. I'm sure there's some sort of like reverse sound lookup. If you're listening to this, you know what instrument this is. And especially if you know how to play it, please email me at <laughs> to at gather.baby. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm, I'm going to quickly look it up something else i've been diving really deep into is um a book called power versus force uh it's written by dr david r hawkins and it's about applied kinesiology so you know i love to just like not read the back of books i love to not like watch the trailer i love to like go on a first date and just find out for myself i like to just find out for myself and so i began listening to this book um and was absolutely shook like the i nothing has ever felt as revolutionary to me as the contents of this book it was originally published in 1994 um and i mean i want you to like i want you to listen to it but i i guess i can go over i guess i can go over it i'm trying to schedule um an interview with someone who's in my dms who has read this and maybe I'll save the conversation for them. But anyways, I was, I began listening to this book and was utterly like, it stopped me in my tracks to the point where I cleared my schedule for six days. And I'm just like balls deep in this motherfucker. And then I got the wise idea to just like look up like power versus force controversy, power versus force scam, power versus force um, debunked and yeah you know there's goods and bads to everything um, there's caveats to everything so I don't know I haven't gotten all the way through it yet I haven't done any mu muscle testing yet um, I want to find someone that I'm very comfortable with comfortable with comfortable should be just a portmanteau we should just do that anyways 
Um, and I'm gonna try some muscle testing then. And when I do, oh yeah, I'm excited. Um, oh, shred it. Yeah. Sorry, my love. Like, yes, I understand the banjo, but oh, that is some deep extra twang. You know what I mean? It just feels thousands of years older. Mm. <clears throat> Juicy. Like, these are some colors that you don't feel with the banjo. Okay. Um, I've also been free bleeding in my apartment. It's been extremely liberating, very fun. Um, been wearing dirt biking pants on top of sweatpants, on top of yoga pants, on top of tights, on top of thigh-high socks and boxers to go outside. Um, uh, what else? Okay, and through a Christmas party, it was really nice. And I invited over a couple of people that like, you know, when you just have a backlog of like people you are meaning to meet. So what I like to do is throw like four consecutive weekly Friday things at my apartment and invite over like, you know, lately it's just however many I'm allowed, like whatever, 10 or 15 and just like have them over to mingle and oh i miss that music i'm not i think it's the sitar no is it no no this is the sitar and it's dope too oh okay we'll try some sitar i was getting a little too hyped before right <laughs> bouncing off the walls <laughs> Um, <clears throat> what were we talking about? Oh my god, what were we just, literally, what were we just talking about? Say, 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 loser, oh why? You treat me so wrong. Why you leave me with a girl of another skin tone? When you do, do you ever think of me? Oh, and then again, do you ever think of me? Oh, he's a loser and he chooses why am I still holding on? Cause the sun shining in my parlor Ever since you've been gone And I, 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 I miss the sex 
I miss her face. Say, 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 I'm the one who's been through it all And I pay for everything When you do it Do you ever think of me? And then again I say Do you ever think of me? I'm a loser Why did you so? Why am I still holding on? Cause you're so shining in my body Ever since you've been gone And I, yeah, Were we talking about muscle testing? I think so. Before I started talking about power versus force, I was gonna look something else up. It was what instrument we were listening to. Ravi Shankar. He's an Indian composer. He plays the sitar. Okay, it is a sitar. Mm. Ravi Shankar, Nora Jones. How are they related? No way. No way. I had no idea that Nora Jones' dad is Ravi Shankar. I say his name differently every time because none of my peers talk about Indian musicians. <laughs> I had no idea. Um, maybe he'll adopt me. Okay, Anushka, Shankar, and Nora Jones. I don't know if I'm saying the first name right. Uh, have a song together called Traces of You. I've never heard this before. I have a feeling I'm going to cry. <laughs> okay, this is posted by a Dutch company in 2013. Okay, let's listen. The visuals are so beautiful. Bring out that kaleidoscope, baby. It's gonna make a school.
Okay, no, we cannot listen to that again. Whoa. Um, wow. That was incredible. Uh, wow. It made me think a lot of um, uh, a woman who was fundamental in my upbringing who had passed a few years ago, her name is Vanita Sharma. I love you so much, Vanita. And uh, I always feel her guiding me. Uh, especially when there's sudden downfall, like sudden rain. I always just think of her. Yeah, it was really emotional. I love that song. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> next up on Papa's Vibe Lounge, I have um, a short recording from my friend Monica who wants to tell you about a really interesting thing that you can do fashion-wise uh, to get some flames on your ankles today. Love you. Thanks for joining <laughs> and uh, watching me cry. Um, this is the first time I've filmed anything along with my recording and I just realized that maybe I should because last episode with Adam was so cool when we broke into that library and all I had to show for it was like some pictures <laughs> that turned out kind of goofy in a cool way but 
and we were trying to like describe the setting we were in and it wasn't working okay uh here's my bedroom you guys want to see it <laughs> i'm very emotional right now but actually like kind of clarified like not that emotional anymore just okay so this is you're currently sitting on my desk um Uh, you're attached to so many cords right now. Hold on. Okay, this one can go. So this is my desk here. Um, I'm so excited to start using my 2022 uh, day planner. I've already begun using it, let's be honest. Um, this is where I keep... Oh, what direction? I can, oh, that dirt, this is so hard to do on camera, it's reverse, ah, <laughs> these are the scenes, these are, um, the, the first, the first, um, first run of my, of each scene, this is a piece of art I made when I was, I think I was eight or something, and I made it at Evergreen Cultural Center, Note to self, please edit that out. And um, they gave us charcoal and I drew that and they freaked out and um, suddenly I felt more okay about being who I am because like there was something that someone finally like congratulated me for and it was making that. <laughs> and, then, um, and then actually my parents framed it and I felt under supported as an artist in their eyes for many years because they favored um, my success as a business person, but that was only because they were worried for me, for me because I never chose to focus on art to earn money. And I did that because I didn't want to not like what I make. Anyways, so a couple Mother's Days ago, um, someone who became my good friend now, Bruna Arbex, uh, just randomly reached out. I'd never heard of her before. She reached out and was trying to make a documentary about me as an artist, and I was like, "Yeah, that's cool." And then it was Mother's Day. Mom came into town, and she brought this piece of art with her. We went to go see a play. She brought this with her, and Dad picked her up, and I got a picture of them holding it, and it just reminded me that I am supported as an artist. And then, yeah, and then later this uh, earlier this year, I sold a poem for a whole bunch of money and told my mom, and it felt so good. And I think it's because I had this on the wall. I Yeah. And this, these guys are going to grow real good and real strong. This is a money tree that up until now has not grown in size at all. But uh, I'm working on its development by saying really nice things to it. This is going to grow up to be an albino orchid. How cool is that? Orchid? No, sorry. A white bird of paradise, incredible. Bird of paradise is my favorite flower and I've never seen a white one before. Um, I've had this blanket since I was a child. It's been washed every few days for many, many years. It brings me comfort and uh, familiarity. This is some various cloth. Most of this I've designed and made and all, these are some old karate belts of mine and down here, my collection is stripper shoes, a couple of them. That's where I do my praying. 
sometimes that's where I do my masturbation if it gets really messy. That's where I tell myself the guitar will be learned. And that's where I do some of my booty exercising. On the wall here we have, as you can, as you can see, I'm not very diverse in the color of scarf, but very specific about the texture, shape, and size of the scarf in the specific color range I choose. I love orange and like seafoam, like aquamarine and sunset colors. I love mint and magenta. Mm -hmm. And some other things is the various robes and that says goblin underbelly. I used to say dark goblin underbelly, but then I was like, I don't want that energy in my room. I'm not drinking anymore. So got rid of the dark. Actually the dark is just folded under there. And the symbolism of that is that um, we can't run from our shadow selves. But we can bury it and pretend it doesn't matter or exist at all. I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh, we can hide it until we're ready to uh, cut it out. <laughs> okay, I'll do that today. This is some various Christmas lights. This is my Walmon Chi-Chi. I got Walmon Chi-Chi Strawberry Edition. If you're only listening to this, and I don't know where I'm going to publish this video, but if you're only listening to this, we'll just picture how cute a tiny strawberry, I mean three inches large of strawberry-themed Mon Cheech dangling above my bed. And a dream catcher. It's been working. This piece of art, is the cord long enough to show you? No. Um, if you're that curious, you can. I think it's somewhere on my Instagram. Anyways. I made that last New Year's. If you listen to the podcast episode where I call Callie and throw up, um, I think I talk about this. I just like got high on acid uh, for last New Year's and stayed in alone. And <laughs> I, it's like 11.45 and I've got all of my paints out and I've got this orange... Um, I love this color of fabric on the ground. I was gonna make something out of it, and then I got distracted and started painting. It's like 11.45, there's paint all over my body, and I start getting a phone call, and I answer it. On my phone, it just said Cali, K-A-L-I, and I take it as a sign under my, oh sorry, it wasn't as, I was on mushrooms. Anyways, <laughs> I was in a papa state, and um, you know, you know when you look at your phone and you're like kind of on psychedelics like it's the last thing you want to do is look at your phone anyways what i see on my phone is just the name callie which i immediately interpret as the goddess of chaos and destruction she's coming here to light some shit ablaze right at the end of the year and i'm like Aah! but i'm ready to confront whatever i need to whatever i need to deal with by the end of the year i'm ready to so i take the call and it's this person and she's talking at me wishing me a happy new year and I'm like oh my god you goblin whoever is calling me like just tell me what you need to tell me like if this is a spiritual lesson that I'm hallucinating just get on with it you know no niceties please just so um 
anyways, we have, I guess we have a full on conversation. And as we're talking, I'm covering myself in paint and then it's starting to go dry and I panic and I lay down on, on the fabric, which was on the floor while talking to her. Eventually at the end of the conversation, I'm like, okay, so Callie, like, do I, do I know you? And she's like, yeah, I'm Lula's friend. We met at blah, blah, blah. And I'm just calling people to wish them Happy New Year. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know who that was. And that's why she was saved at my phone. But by the time I stood up, the impression that my body had made. Kind of Kelly shaped, if you ask me. But with a huge cock. I love it. You can see her many arms. You can see also, I love that this heart came to be exactly where the heart would be. I love the shape of my body looking like a gladiatrix, baby. Callie. Anyways, now she hangs in my room because it's also kind of red and it wards out some, it wards some bad energies out along with that red scarf. And um, over here on the wall right there, um, we see my strap, we see my necklace, which reads fear no bitch. We see my viper vibrating necklace and we see the belly chains that my friend Gabby made and we see, um, Gabby, I love you. I love girl pusher. You guys should listen to girl pusher. Hell yeah. Um, and this this says time's just ticking on teasing time's just ticking by teasing you can keep me on the ground when you gather the meaning up at your feet love honey i'll be gone i can't wait to give my dad his christmas present um have you ever heard of a comedian artist writer called Ted L. Nancy. Have you ever heard of Letters from a Nut? It is my favorite book. My dad and I used to go walk to the bookstore every Sunday and read from Letters from a Nut. Basically this guy would send crazy letters to businesses and he would like get responses and publish them. To me it's just the the highest form of comedy. I tried replicating such a thing with my friend Bruna at the beginning of lockdown and we wrote to nasa and we wrote to lululemon shout out bruna i love you so much you should watch bruna's um upcoming film called introduction it's gonna be dope um love her work but uh we wrote to nasa and lululemon and had a great time and then i included those letters in Papazine volume two. Oh, uh, did i need to keep showing you you might be interested in the specific robes that I have. And then that's the, uh, that's the hallway and that's the bathroom. Okay, we're good here. Um, and, and daddy's not in my bedroom right now. I could show you my two stuffies though. <laughs> First of all, I don't know what animal this one is and I love that. And this is girl Monchiche. She's portable. She comes traveling with me. She's great for airplanes. When you just, your hands need something to do, you know? Um, recently I heard that two, wait, what is it? Two grams of, no, one gram of vitamin C per day. Oh, I forgot I was filming. 
um, prevents cell damage caused by smoking. But the caveat is, uh, it has to be organic tobacco, no additives, and like nobody smokes that. My, like in my peer groups in North America, I think they do in Europe. I love hand rolled cigarettes, so it's so sexy. True story though, um, <laughs> I couldn't stop smoking over the pandemic. Well, like I had tried and been successful a couple times, which means I've been unsuccessful a couple times too. And um, finally, I was like, okay, well, why don't I just smoke like, like only tobacco, like instead of buying? cigarettes and then I know what's going in there and it, it's healthier and it's cooler and I can roll on the go and I love that ritual too. And so I bought a whole bunch of tobacco and I got the papers and I rolled it and I was smoking them and first of all it tasted horrible. Second of all after like a week my voice was so shot. I was constantly coughing. I had so much phlegm. Honestly it was a horrible experience my sex life came to a halt because I didn't want to get too excited because I would cough and everything was just weird and <laughs> so I gave those up I went back to vaping, whatever months and months later I'm talking to someone from London and I had explained like my horrible experience with hand-rolled cigarettes and she's like, well what were you using as a filter? And I was like, why would I, why would I use a filter? It's just tobacco, really. Like, what am I filtering out? And she's like, are you fucked? <laughs> she was like, they literally don't even do that in jail. It's so disgusting. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> oh, I'm very fortunate to be, I, I feel okay. I feel okay. I do feel my voice has gotten lower, but that might be because I'm just not... I just can't be bothered to put it on anymore. Like this whole like, I'm a straight person fucking, come on, who even wants that for me? Like, no. Um, what else is there to talk about? Yeah, I'll just put you guys on to this recording of Monica explaining how to get flames around your ankles, okay? And I'm gonna stop filming now. I can show you, I can show you the snow outside. We're just gonna keep doing this, right? I'm gonna keep loading up. Monica and then not getting to it cool and yesterday you can't even tell that there's like a decline on this um but people were like skiing and snowboarding down this tiny little hill yesterday it was very cute and this is my rocking chair I love it I had it many years my friend my dear friend Yvette Tang Yvette Y Tang my favorite artist in the world oh yeah that's another thing so um my amazing friend, lover of a, of, a, of a beautiful kind and muse, um, Yvette Y. Tang and I made a pornographic music video for one of my singles and we submitted it to um, Hump Festival and we did not get in and that's okay because now we can, I guess, use the footage for something else. I don't know. But I love how it turned out um, as a challenge to get over the fear of, like, seeing myself on camera. I invited over... Oh, yeah. Back to the, like, 
mixers. I invited over a bunch of people that I both know and don't know yet, but like had been meaning to meet for a while and just didn't have an opportunity or enough like time to just like, you know, every night go to drinks with a new person or like every day grab a tea with a new person. And I just, I don't want to network like that. My thing is I like to throw a bunch of disparate people from different social groups who wouldn't normally meet or like even choose to get to know one another, get them all into one place. My vibe lounge, you know, that's what the podcast is. That's what the orgy is. That's what my apartment is. That's what my personality and lifestyle is. Anyways, and that's what my Instagram is, honestly. Uh, We are all connected by just... I'm the freak that put you together, so you're welcome. Anyways, so I just threw a bunch of people into my apartment and was like, watch me naked on TV. Everybody sit down. Look at my butthole. It was fun. It was fun, but it was challenging. It was super hard to do that and now that I've done that it's never gonna be so hard again like literally I can never be as yeah it'll just never I can just do whatever I want now you know what I mean like I love 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 facing my fears and challenging myself I love it so much um keeps me alive I developed my social skills from the ground up and so yeah I also heard recently that like you know, if we want to be solopreneurs in the future, you know, like using our personalities to um, convey knowledge of healing and I want to, you know, be an artist forever and, and be well known for my work, of course, because I think it brings healing and I want to touch as, I want to benefit as many lives as possible. If that is the case, I had heard that we just need to become more comfortable existing on camera. And while initially I had a weird reaction to hearing that, um, I realized that I need to adapt or die. And my face is already in the database anyways. And I'll just like... Yeah. I like I can get comfortable on camera I'm proud of myself for not being on camera naked really outside of like three projects I've chosen to do one of which I just did with Yvette and which were like self-directed or in which I had a very very um tight grip on how I was able to be portrayed and who ended up with the final product I'm actually like personally I'm happy with that and I like my sexuality being of the present moment even when performative I love stripping so much I love stripping so much and I don't say just pole dancing I mean I love the sport of stripping I love the art of stripping I love the culture of stripping I love it so much I love the strip club, I love the strip club change room, I love the, oh, I love the girls, I love it, oh, I love it, I love how it makes me feel, and it's the thing I'm best at, really, ha, I don't do it anymore, right, I still pole dance, though, but, um, why are we talking about stripping, oh, yeah, my sexuality, being of the current moment, I wanted to just be, you know, for the people that I'm sharing my sexuality with, so I, 
personally enjoy my decision of having not put out any sexy content of myself. Um, I really like that. I feel secure knowing that, you know, basically no one has like sexy images of me anywhere. I've sent like, I've sent nudes to a total of, seriously, a total of, seriously, 10 people, maybe, like seriously. And if you're one of those 10 people and you're listening to this right now, uh, <laughs> be good. I loved you. <laughs> I probably still do. I do. I still, I still love you. You can keep them. They were from the heart. Um, anyway, so I like that personal decision of mine, but I suppose there's no harm literally in just putting myself out there more. I'm just such a hermit through and through. <laughs> I am. But I think that I can be a hermit and also comfortable expressing myself. And I'm a hyper, like I'm a socialite hermit. I don't know how to that but like a lot of connections that I love maintaining and a lot of people that I love meeting and I'm talking to strangers is my favorite thing so it's not as though I'm lonely or anything like this I'm just I choose to have a lot of alone time but you know all of this studying is for what just for me like what I'm learning I really benefit other people so I'll just open up more and so here I am existing on camera here you go uh, it's been a lot of talking. <coughs> so, Dad and I used to walk to the bookstore all the time. I don't like this kind of lighting. It's like bouncing up from the snow. So, Dad and I used to go to wow the bookstore, and we would read letters from a nut. Ted L. Nancy. Well, for Christmas, and we haven't celebrated yet because... Someone got sick and whatever, that's to that's to be anticipated at this time and we'll just do it a different time. But um I got my dad. He doesn't know that Ted L. Nancy put out another book. I got it for him. It's called Ted L. Nancy's Afternoon Stories. Can I read you one? I think you're gonna love it. Okay. <laughs> The guy at Starbucks not writing a screenplay. <clears throat> now I want to get real comfy. Hold on. Impossible, you say? Gather around then and listen to my impossible story. I like driving. When you have a good car, it makes it easier. I drive a Dodge Nat. <laughs> this is Dodge's smallest and most economical car. I only drive Dodges and have told them so in my blogs to them. 200. Dodge is a good name in cars, and people are impressed when I pull up and honk at those in my way. <laughs> They're impressed, hey? I once saw a Chinese man unload his garbage in the back seat of my car and run off. This was garbage from his restaurant, and I saw him walk over to my car and empty a big plastic bag in the back seat. When I looked in there, I saw wonton soup containers, pan-fried noodles, shrimps, snow peas, two kinds of asparagus, and credit card receipts. But I had this Chinese food cleaned out later at a car wash. I found a hard noodle that was not cleaned out. I sat on it. It made an indent on me. 
but what can I do? Today I find myself in Slacks, Nevada. (laughs) Their slogan is, this is in all caps, what happens here leaves here and goes to Las Vegas. Get it out of here. We don't want it here. It's stinky. (laughs) I think it's a long slogan and have told the Chamber of Commerce so and we have had meetings on it. One of the other slogans they came up with is, again in all caps, What do you care what happens here, you bloated piece of useless crud? Is anything really happening anywhere? Does anyone really know what time it is? It's not. (laughs) I said I like that slogan better, and we should try it out by having a greeter tell it to people at the Slacks airport when they arrive. He did, and one traveler burned him with a cigarette through his shirt. Marty! I was scheduled for a storytelling session in the Bazoombas Indian Casino. I like the Indian Casino names. Pachangas, Morongos, they all sound like women's breasts. I was told the casino dealers on their afternoon break in the employee lounge really wanted to hear a story of a lunatic nature. I was helping, I was, I'm gonna go back two sentences. I was told the casino dealers on their afternoon break in their employee lounge really wanted to hear a story of a lunatic nature. I was happy to tell this group a story. Casino dealers stand on their feet all day inhaling secondhand smoke. I knew one that was addicted to secondhand smoke. (laughs) After a meal, she had to stand by someone smoking a cigarette and breathe it in. Me and my queer friends at the rave <laughs> when, we're, when we're in our poor phases. <laughs> the story I chose for the Bambuzas Indian casino dealers was the guy at Starbucks not writing a screenplay. Fred Nancy, my brother, requested it at the s- story store. All the casino employees gathered around and I cleared my throat with an ahem and proceeded. I enjoy Starbucks and have my coffee there daily. I like when they ask you if you want room for milk and you say yes and they fill the coffee to the top anyways, making you throw away your coffee in the trash hole in the sugar bar. There's something about buying brand new coffee at ridiculous prices and immediately throwing it out that definitely appeals to me. (laughs) I hear Starbucks is taking all the thrown away coffee from two full cups and making a blend of it. I spoke to them about this. Now I've been to hundreds of Starbucks and there's always men sitting at tables and they're waiting to write a screenplay. Do not bother this person. They are writing a screenplay. Who cares if no screenplay written at Starbucks ever sold? I would think that a busy coffee shop is the worst place to write. Imagine Ernest Hemingway writing For Whom the Bell Tolls in a coffee bean as people in sandals and t-shirts file by their buttocks inches from Ernest Hemingway's face. The screenplay man was writing away. Mm-hmm. I believe his name was Robert Headband. Okay. Every day for months. Wait, where was I? Every day for months, Robert Headband would sit at that Starbucks and write. No one ever looked to Robert Headband. No one would ever look to... And like, no. No one ever looked to... Mm. I believe his name was Robert Headband. Every day for months, Robert Headband would sit at that Starbucks and write, 
No one ever looked to see what he was writing because no one cares what you are writing. You are in someone's business trying to start your own business. Go home. Live in your apartment. Shower there. Dress there. And work there. If you have no office to go to, I go to Starbucks to enjoy their fine coffee. Maybe I want to sit at a table and enjoy my cup of coffee. Why not make pottery there? Perhaps I can use the table every day for 11 months and make a vase for my flowers. Set up a kiln there, huh? Once I saw this guy at Starbucks at his table, hunched over his computer, get up and actually buy some coffee, I thought now is my chance to get that table. He walked to the counter, but he chained his leg to the table and dragged it with him in line. <laughs> I made a mental note to dislike this person. <laughs> I felt I was losing this casino employee audience. They did not like my story. One was on her cell phone making a dental appointment in Spain. I need to use my rollover minutes, she said. If any of you listening to this right now are booking dental appointments in Spain, I don't care about your rollover minutes. You only have so many minutes with Papa, so you better be following along. Love you so much. I've always admired the American Indian and I'm glad they opened these casinos. Okay, that's not my writing, that's Ted El Nazis. So I wanted to tell them my finest story and put the most exquisite show on for them. I'm a mandolin player, squeeze box artist, and storyteller. What's a squeeze box? Sometimes I use other acts if my story does not hold their interest. I said I would now present to them a one-man show. Mark Twain with baboon butt. <laughs> Where is this going? <laughs> oh, the podcast is going to cut me off in 60 minutes, so I will just keep my phone on me. Mark Twain with baboon butt. But this was a one-man show where a Mark Twain impersonator would come out in full costume, talk about the jumping frog at Calaveras County, then show his backside, which had a colorful mandrel baboon butt back there. <laughs> That's that entire sentence again. Okay. This was a one-man show where a Mark Twain impersonator would come out in full costume, talking about the jumping frog of Calaveras County, then show his backside, which had a colorful mandrel baboon butt back there. M which had a colorful mandrel baboon butt back there. Colorful mandrel baboon butt back there. Colorful mandrel baboon butt back there. Colorful mandrel ba colorful mandrel baboon butt back there. Yeah. <laughs> there was much nodding of approval and agreement. They wanted to see this. Who wouldn't? And out walked the most majestic Mark Twain impersonator you ever saw, with his white suit, bolo tie, and distinct mustache. This was an American flag. I heard God bless America in my head. The cell phone lady was talking Spanish, but I could make it out. She's booking a teeth cleaning and gum massage in Majorca, Spain. Here now is an excerpt of what one man show. Here now is an excerpt of that one man show before I was pummeled with a tray. <laughs> Mark Twain launched into his routine. The old frog was really jumping that night in Calaveras County. Why, that frog jumped far and wide, and the townspeople marveled at how far that j frog jumped. Look at my tush! Ain't that something? That baboon butt I have back there! <laughs> 
He turned around to show them his baboon tush of many colors exposed in his cutout pants. <laughs> he wiggled it. Some got close. One complained of baboon spray, but there was no mistaking what it was. A hair fell off. He continued with his act. Yes, sir, that frog jumped about as far as a frog could jump that night in Calaveras County. It was a three-legged red-toed frog. Look at my backside. There's a lot of colors on that butt. It is ripe, this backside of mine. Take a look at it as that frog jumped far and wide in Calaveras County that night. <laughs> what? <laughs> He wiggled his baboon buttocks at them. Look at that ape seat. Ain't it hairy? I had to hightail it out of Virginia City due to that jumping frog and this enormous tush. Is there more to this story? There is. <laughs> I hope you don't mind. There's a picture here. Yeah, here's the benefit of watching the video. Uh, the caption is, he shows his baboon buttocks. I'm going to pause the podcast here and have to restart a new yo, yo, yo. So I had to um, upload the first half of that episode and I finished telling the story in the video version of this. I don't know where I'm putting it. So by the time you listen to this, I guess I'll have already uploaded it somewhere. I'm going to start a YouTube channel. I don't know. But I do need to pee. I don't need to bring you for that. And I do want to finally play you one interesting thing you can do for some flame ankles um in 2022 i hope to travel to new york the netherlands seattle miami chicago Washington, D.C., L.A., Australia, and Japan. I'd like to make and release music that a lot of people really love, but most especially that I love making. Make and release visuals for that. Release a third zine maybe publish a book I'd like to publish a book and an EP and I should probably start making clothes again as well I'm going to be more intentional about my meditative practices my consistency in bed and waking times And my morning pages routine. I've released the idea that talk therapy is what I need. It definitely isn't. Um, I'd like to improve my workflow. I'd like to reduce wasted time. And reduce drinking. And maybe move out of the city I'm in now. I want to fall in love and I want to yeah I want to be in a relationship it's been a while 
but a beautiful relationship, one that like really is intentional and, and well-suited and deliberate and loving and supportive. I will not partner with anyone who doesn't amplify me anymore. I want us to support each other and I won't be muted by someone more successful than I am when I'm with them. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, I want to I wanna learn how to sing Hindustani classical music and um, if I add learning the guitar to this list I know one something is not going to get done so maybe I'll just surprise myself I bet you're dying to know what you can do with flame ankles So nice to be here. Um, yeah, I guess this turned out to be a full episode. Maybe the next episode I can have on a guest that has also read Power versus Force and practice some applied kinesiology. Benita, I love you. I feel you. I'm grateful for you. Okay, everyone. Happy holidays. Go do that. Here's what you can do with flame ankles at hotmail.com. <laughs> you do. And you need to talk slightly louder. Okay, okay. First of all, what's your name? I'm pretty quiet. Uh, I, I go by God, Fissif. And what does that mean? Um, it means that I'm the only one. It means good pussy, be honest. <laughs> Don't tell <Okay. laughs> If you tell them I can't keep it for business purposes. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, next question. <laughs> My name was so hard. It's like, I already failed the test. <laughs> okay, tell me about your tight situation this morning. My tight situation? I've heard so much already. Um, I've just cornered this person into a horribly long episode about my tights. Basically, I have some flame tights. I'm a very tall girl. <laughs> One size does not fit all, all the time. Sometimes you get lucky, you just have to buy the tights and hope. When it doesn't work, I turn them into socks. Yep. You know, knee, knee high, long socks. Yeah. Above the knee socks. Sexy. If possible. Then there's usually like a little slouch and it's cute. This time, I just I couldn't be asked to do anything this morning. So when I tried to put them on, I could only get them. 
<laughs> to like a mid thigh position that wasn't doable for the entire day. <laughs> All day. Because like you could do it if it's like if it's only like a couple inch gap, but when it's like half a foot, like you just can't wear those. <laughs> Waddling around. So I yeah, I waddled. That's gotta feel the sound of that. Waddled over to my scissor center, which is by the way, it's a it's a tip. I have like yeah, it's where I keep my my sharp things. It's in a a tin of um, Alphagetti's print oh Dis- Dis- Disney Princess Alphagetti's. That's where I keep my sharp things. Snip, snip, bed. <laughs> it comes to the door. I live in a dangerous neighborhood. When someone comes to the door. You're like, watch the fuck out. You don't even know what's so up with these Alphagetti's. <laughs> Open a can of whiplash on your ass. <laughs> right, right. Okay, so I get the scissors, and instead of doing my conventional tried and true way to cut them off and make them socks, I didn't have the patience to do so. So I just like you know when there's like when you're pulling up your stockings and there's that gap and you could like put you could roll a joint. That's <laughs> <laughs> so true. It's perfect. For that. Oh my god. I never have, but like it's you know, I just cut through that really jackedly <laughs> and pulled it to the sides and wrapped them up and tied it. They wouldn't stay up while I was leaving and I, I just I gave up and I let them leave these weird little socks with a tassel that everyone's been like, is that is that a good thing? Is that a thing people are doing now? Because that's how I roll. And then I walked outside in the rain for a bit. It went over my shoes. This is the part she hasn't heard. She hasn't heard the end of it. So, this is today. This is an hour ago. I go out and I, I, I get them soaked. And then they form around my shoe. Like a flash dance. Kind of like, you know, like they do for like a... Was it these boots? Was these boots? Okay. This is today. This is the same, the same pair of fucking. Outside in the rain, trying to like, I was like, I'll just get scissors or a knife or whatever. Like Raider will have a knife, but I don't. I should, whatever. Raider will have a knife somewhere. So. But then I was too embarrassed because they were like soggy and it would be dangerous to come up the stairs. So I took off my shoes. Dangerous. And I I get both of the stockings off eventually. And then I leave them on the corner for some lady to enjoy. And hopefully have a better time with than me. I left it with like half a coat and some like sweet fucking flame. Stockings. <laughs> That's my like cool story, bro. <laughs> I love it so much. Okay, cheers. And cheers. Do you think they're still there. Do I think they're still? Do you think they're still there? Oh, absolutely not. No, they're so good. I kind of like hid them. I should have. I like like merchandise shit when I leave it out for people <laughs> or like go and like be like, you. This is for you. I'm gonna, you know, like do you want this? People are really weirded out by me. If you're seeing this, it's a sign. You need to upgrade your swag and drink this half of a Coke for your blood sugar. <laughs> All right, flame ankles. Flame ankles. <laughs> That's the coolest, Can we coolest nickname I've ever... Flame ankles. It's the, it's the tattoo. Why I wear bell 
bottom so you don't have to know. the tattoo shop still open? Oh my god. Let's go do it now. Do you have any kind of We have of a tattoo store downstairs. No, no, no. We have, we have a tattoo studio downstairs. I would I'll get, get a it. Flame. Yeah, Le Pap, Le Pap, Le Papillon. Okay, the next time you hear from us, we've got flames on our ankles. Yeah, and this is a god piss of him. Thanks. Thanks. And also thanks, Rita Dirty. <laughs> The way we're treating my cell phone right now. Like. You probably can't hear half of this. Probably, I wish you could see what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye.